Welcome back, everybody, to the Waggling With podcast. Scotty and Steve coming to you. Hey, From El Residence de Grigley. See, see, see. Emily will be joining us shortly. She's uh, stuck in famous Los Angeles traffic but on her way here, back from Long Beach. We're ready to go. Yeah, we're we're you know we're not we don't have all night to wait no, for. No, no, we're giving you real content here. No, exactly. We gotta we gotta give the people what the people need. Got to give the people. The people need some whack on whiff right now, <laughs> baby. Uh, we are coming off a, a very exciting weekend at the Valspar. Bogus, not exciting at all. That was sarcastic. It stunk. <laughs> literally, <laughs> quite literally. Um, you know, but let's give our, uh, let's give our congratulations. Do congratulations to Paul Casey, former yes, Sun Devil. Yay. Good win. Back to back wins yep. at Innisbrook for Paul. Uh, so congrats there. Uh, I would love to say it was a great performance. It was a good <laughs> performance for most of the week. It, it wasn't a great performance on Sunday for no. him, nor was it for anybody else. Was it Scotty? No, it wasn't great, but I think a guy that is trending up, who's had a, a pretty darn good year. Um, it was exciting to watch him at Pebble, obviously, when he was in the last group with Phil and then had the controversy of whether they were going to finish on that Sunday or come back on Monday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, he but, played good there, um, too. But, yeah, um, you know, obviously, for those that do follow, he did miss the cut-up players, but has a T3 at the w, uh, WGT Mexico, a T25 at Riv, and then obviously missed the cut at Sony. So he's kind of having an up-and-down year, but some really good finishes I think he's a sexy pick right now at thirty to one to win the Augusta. Ooh! And so again, you get him right now at thirty to one. And let me just give you his starts at the we Masters. Some gambling since, knowledge here since two thousand and fifteen. Two thousand fifteen, he got sixth. Two thousand sixteen, he got fourth. Two thousand seventeen, he got sixth. And then last year, a T fifteen. So somebody play, is playing great, plays yeah. that golf course great, and at thirty to win, thirty to one, excuse me. That's a pretty good pick right That's now. That's a pretty good pick. So I used to do DraftKings stuff. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. But he was always a pick for me because I always he makes a ton of cuts. He's he's very consistent player. Um and he was never really he was right on that middle to lower end line of, of what he cost. By the way, I did get some little off track here, but I did get some feedback from some buddies that said that they wish we talked a little bit more about gambling okay. and the odds. So well, there you go. We that, we'll get back if, in. If I had a discretionary $100, that's who I would pick right now for the guy that's trending up. I like it. Um, the only thing, let me let me, let me me push back a little bit on that, though, because he is 41. Yeah. And there's only been a handful of guys to win Augusta after they've turned 41. Yeah. O'Meara, Jack, Ben Hay- uh Cabrera had to be older than uh, 41 when he won. Crenshaw and, and Gary Player. Really? And how yeah. Cabrera? Maybe he didn't win that year. He w- Cabrera? Yeah. The, uh, he, there was a year I remember he was he was old as shit and he hit a great shot on 18. He was in a playoff once. I don't know the year off the maybe, top of my head. Yeah, maybe he didn't win that one. Because I know he won, he won a U.S. Open. I know that. But it was definitely it was definitely the Masters. He he hit an amazing shot on 18. And I, I don't remember if he went on to win that one. I think he did, though. Maybe he was like 40. Maybe he just wasn't 41. Or maybe I was like, this is like five years ago or ten years ago. Yeah, he won was... the Masters in 2009. Yeah. So we'll have to look at how, how old he was in 2009. Had to be right around 40. Had to be. Had to be. So, yeah. Anyways, point being, not a lot of old guys win the Masters. Correct. Uh, but we'll, uh, you know, we'll see. Casey's a Sun Devil. I'm always rooting for a Sun Devil. Yes, there you go. Him, John Rahm. And to this point, if you follow like on social media, one of the cool things about Casey is uh, his caddy Johnny uh, Longsocks 
or high socks always wears <laughs> Jordans uh, to oh, caddy right. it every tournament. So I like cool. that. Uh, yeah, I didn't notice he wears high socks. It's a kind of a trend, though. There's a few guys wearing high socks. Maybe he's the trendsetter. Uh, anyways, the course, I mean, look, the tournament kind of stunk. It was kind of a snoozer on Sunday, but Casey played well. The course wasn't easy. We'll give everybody that. It, it, this course doesn't get a, a ton of credit, I think, in terms of being one of the tougher courses they play all year. But it definitely is. You get the whole snake pit thing at the end there, 16, 17, 18. Hopefully some of you guys took up on the drinking game we offered. Uh, if you did, write us write us back. Let us know how that fared for you. Yep. Did, was it not enough alcohol? Was it a little too much? Uh, did you get yourself in trouble? Uh, I don't know. But that would have made Sunday a little bit more entertaining <laughs> to that much. <laughs> so Other than I hope you did, everybody choke. I hope you did partake in the drinking game we offered. Uh if um, if you spent Sunday watching it. Uh, and by the way, the NCAA tournament games weren't that much better either on Sunday. You're just saying that because Arizona State's good. not in it. So. Well, no, I mean, yeah, they stink. They screwed me up. But but the Duke game was good. That was about it. But we're in a golf podcast. So anyways, that's about all we got on, uh, on Annisbrook, right? That's all we got else. on it. I mean, I think one of the things that was disappointed is world number one DJ. I thought yeah, we make, it, I thought we'd make a charge here. Shot three over 74. No birdies. Did not make a birdie. And that was his first time that he hadn't made a birdie no birdies since on 2017 at the HSBC, um, in which he blew a six-shot lead. So, And obviously, famously, Justin Rose won that tournament. So I, yeah. I would have liked to see him charge and, and at least you know make – a stance on Sunday, and I think we would then become a conversation about Augusta. Where now I think I have a little bit of some reservations about him. Yeah, the only uh, the only reservation I have about DJ and Augusta is he hits a fade and he's he's a righty, um, and that does, but he still can bomb it over a, a ton of the corners there and the par fives and everything else. So I don't think it affects him as much as it might affect other people like a Kuchar or someone like that that hits a fade. I mean, I, I still like him to be in the mix, the Masters, for sure. Got it. Got it. By the way, uh, he, he's got to get the putter fixed, though. He's just got to make a putt. As of this year, Cabrera was not one of the oldest guys to win the Masters, so yeah, he Scott had to be been diligently, 40 or younger. Scott has been diligently researching <laughs> while, while we were uh, talking there. So so, so wait, how old was he when he won? Um, I did not find that, but I oh. he was less than 41. Okay. He had to be 39 or 40. Had to be correct because he's forty nine now. Yeah, and that was and ten that was years 2009, ago. Two thousand nine. Yeah. So. Okay. So there you go. We could probably do that math if we were smart. But oh, I'm not, I'm not going to try. I'm too many beers in. <laughs> All right, uh, match play coming up this week. Yeah, I'm pumped for this. this yeah, is exciting. this is fun. This is a different type of tournament. You get you know guys that playing differently, a little bit more aggressive, making more birdies. The golf course is fun. Um, obviously, there's a lot of good guys there, 64 out of the top 66 in the world. And uh, it goes right along with uh, our March Madness where we're picking guys to come out of certain yeah. groups. And then we get bracket and we get, you know, one-on-one, mano-a-mano. I like it. Um, I'm, I'm pumped for it, especially, the, I mean, the field's great. Course is great. Um, Austin's a great city, by the way. If you haven't been there, you should go. Uh, but the, you know, the, the WGC there, it's... It, it, you know, you got a lot of world world ranking points on the line. Um, you get, you know, the extra FedEx Cup points. Uh, so there's a lot to be it to be, you know, a lot to be had there. Yeah, you have Tiger in the field, 
which is huge. I'm pumped to see how Tiger plays in match play, given you know he didn't have his best performance over at the Ryder Cup, but I think he was just tired and sure. shit. But it should be fun. Uh, Spieth's there, uh, his hometown. Well, not hometown, but uh, he's from it's Dallas. State. But home state. Went to school there. Rory, DJ, Justin Rose, Justin Thomas, they're all there. This is a stacked field, so it's just going to be fun to watch. We were talking about trying to do brackets for you guys and like go with the picks. We thought it'd be fun, and so Scotty and I were like emailing back and forth. Then we realized after they made the picks earlier today into these groups, which you can find online, pjtour.com. There's 14 groups, <laughs> so this would have taken us forever. We'd have been here for like two or three hours yeah. to try to make a pick out of each group and then pick each match. I mean, it would have, it would have been a nightmare. But I do like Rory. I, like, I, okay. think, Rory, I think Rory's just going to keep on rolling. to play well? I think he's going to keep on rolling. He's won this before at the same golf course. He's won it before. Uh, I just don't think anybody's playing better than him right now in the field. Uh, I think you know. I, I think Justin Rose will play well. Um, a lot of it depends on the groups. The yeah. uh, Phil Mickelson, Jim Furyk, Henrik Stenson, who else is in that group? That that's my Jason fi- Day. Jason Day. That's going to be a fun group to watch. I have no idea who's coming out of there. It could be anybody. Right. Jim Furyk, kind of a good story right now. Older yep. guy playing really well. So it'll be fun to watch what comes out of these brackets. Maybe we'll do some picks like midweek when we yeah, figure when out who we, gets we get, out of maybe the. Maybe when uh, we get to sixteen, we'll do yeah some IG live or something for them. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, like you were saying, I, I started writing out all these groups and making circles, and I got to group number four before I realized how many groups <laughs> there were, and said, "Well, we're just gonna have to talk about it because yeah, there's no way I'm writing this. these all out." And then about an hour later. Um, I sent the agenda for this this podcast, and I got a return email from Steve and says that I was going to pick, but there's way too many groups. So literally, you're think, both thinking the same thing there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so who do you like? Who do you like so overall? So to win it all, I know you like Rory, who has won it before, who would be a really good pick. Obviously, there's probably nobody playing better. But I think this is a different type of golf tournament, not stroke play. It's specifically match play. So I'm going to take Bryson DeChambeau this week. Ooh, okay. I like that. Well, that would be like a dark horse pick. Well, not really. He's, dark he's good. Horse. He's not dark horse. He's, who am I kidding? Wow. Um, but I I mean, obviously, Roy is an easier pick. So, you know, so, was, I mean, Bryson's, those are top guys. Any one of these yeah. guys can win. Bubba won it last year. Yeah. Uh, he beat Kisner, I think, in yeah. the final group, which Kisner, Kisner would be my dark horse pick okay uh kind of a gritty play you know got some rider cup got some match play experience gritty kind of guy He'd yeah be my dark horse pick. yeah no i think that, that's a good pick I, I would love to see um this guy play well i would love to see uh kevin not play well okay that's cool he's in there <laughs> he is in there right. he's, he's in group 15 with bubba and uh horschel um but i i think this is the type of tournament that it it kind of a let it's a more open to yeah. some of the guys that we don't usually hear about because of the fact that it's just match it's match play. play right a whole different ian poulter's there i mean you know you always gotta great. count on him patrick reed loves match play loves match play yeah both those guys i think will be in the mix they're gonna i'd, I'd count on both those guys to get out of their groups um well actually We'll, we'll get to Patrick Reed in a minute. We will. Because he did not play well last week. No. Need and, a little extra and, help. And we might see something funky this no, week. It could be something. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Jordan Spieth, uh, you know, we, let's t- spend a minute on him yeah. because he couldn't really get it together earlier. Putting woes continue, but really it's tee to green for him. 
And, you know, the putter's always been the thing that saved him. So, yep. you know, the, if he's not making 15, 20-footers, you know, I think the fact that he his putting stats are down a little bit right now is a little bit, um, I'll say, over emphasized because he's never been a great putter from inside 10 feet he's always been a phenomenal putter from you know 15 to 20 to 30 feet he makes these but the biggest thing for him right now is he just isn't hitting fairways isn't striking it that well and then if he's not if he's not on the green he's not hitting greens in regulation and he's and he's not making those longer putts he's just not going to score i I hate to sound like this guy but i think brando chambly summed it up best that the toughest thing to be in professional golf is short and the second toughest thing Today. to be a professional golf is crooked. <laughs> and, and, he's and he's combining those two things right now. On Jordan Spieth, he's put out a statement that he believes his game is close, which I right. think will then lead to more criticism. But right now, if you look at Jordan Spieth, in 2017, he was the best iron player on tour. Right now, he's 129th in iron play. In yeah. 2016, he was the second best in overall putting. Right now, he's 78th in putting. Right. Right now he's 188th of strokes gained off the tee, meaning putting in a position. It's not good. So all of those things combined right now. It's a recipe for disaster. He, it's a recipe for disaster and he doesn't have one thing that he can go to. He's short and crooked and he's not putting well and he's not hitting the ball close, which yeah. I think as you pointed out starts with not hitting fairways and not hitting it far, yeah. which then leads to not hitting it close to the greens, which leads to not putting well. Right. So all of these things combined, I think, will struggle. So I'm really rooting for him. Um, but if you look at what he's done, I mean, he missed the cut at the players. He got a T54 at Mexico, a T51 at Riv, a T45 at Pebble. I mean, it's like, that is That is not good, and I don't see any signs other than what he's saying of this turning this thing around because in two weeks, I, we're going to play at a golf course that he loves more than anyone. Oh, maybe. yeah. And I don't know if he's ready to go. Uh, yeah, I mean, Augusta's going to gonna be really And you got to hit driver there and you got to putt well. There. Nope. Yeah, you absolutely do. I, I The thing is, is, I think he talks, I was saying this before the podcast, he t- almost talks a little bit too much. <laughs> or he's, he, No, I mean, I mean that in a good way because he, he's very candid in his answers, yeah. kind of like Phil Mickelson is. He's, he's always gives a thoughtful answer, but it's almost too thoughtful. It's like, I think he was even critical of himself about this like a year ago because sometimes he says too much. And, you know, I, I think, again, right now, like saying you're close or saying, you know, oh, you know, the results just aren't there, but I'm hit, you know, it's not really true. Like, yeah. you know, we're all right. seeing you play right now. We know you're struggling. We know it's not all there. So just say, look, I know I don't have it right now. It's I'm going through a rut. I got to, I got to help. We got to get through it. We got, I got to do better. I got to, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, so try to make a positive spin on it maybe, but like, you know, I just don't, don't talk too much. Right. Don't get too detailed right. about it right now. You're just you're playing like crap. It happens to everybody. And I think Emily's home. Emily, Emily is here. Emily is here. And I think you're right because I think the only thing he does is just lead himself to being criticized more. Right. Exactly. Which in turn adds to pressure, which in turn and probably doesn't make it easy. for I him think to that's where I was trying to go with it. Actually, is I think he's it puts extra pressure on yeah. himself. He puts no extra doubt. pressure on himself with you know the way he. Uh, the way he talks. Hello, Emily. Ladies and gentlemen, the queen has arrived. Hello. Oh, it's never felt so good to be home. Long drive up from Long Beach. Oh my God. Um. Yeah, it's not. It's not easy. <laughs> We're talking. You know, you missed the first half probably. Oh, I'm sorry, everyone, but maybe, I knew maybe. you all missed me, so now I'm here. So what are we talking about? We're talking about match match play. We're talking about match play, but we're kind of wrapping that up. All right. Well, very good. 
I'll let you tee up the next conversation right. so I can jump on in. Uh, you mentioned, uh, we mentioned Masters a little bit. Uh, we'll, we'll try to, we are going to do a Masters preview show. We are. Uh, that'll be specifically Masters based, and we will let's get into some odds on that one. And make yeah, some no, good we'll picks we'll do a whole like betting that. thing for. I know Steve's getting some harsh criticism. We don't talk about betting enough on the show. Well, it wasn't so harsh. I'll I was like, a couple I'll people made some suggestions. Picks, how to make some money? Oh yeah. Um, but right now, there's no better pick than Paul Casey. I don't think. For the Masters, at thirty to one. At thirty to one, we missed it, but we talked at thirty to one. Nice. Was playing right. probably the better golf than anybody. I'm gonna look this up right now, Emily. You can talk. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to look up like just Masters. Odds who do you, who do you think winning the Masters, Em? Uh, you know, we were talking Spieth. Like he always shows up for the Masters, and I never doubt that he is. But I'm going to determine whether he'll show up or not by how he plays this week. Okay. Like I don't, I'm like if he just, I don't know craps if that's a bed, smart move, but okay. You don't, you don't, you think? I mean, I different just, golf course, different style of play. Like, yeah, but if he just can't hit the ball, like. Um, I don't know. He I mean, he's played me. enough golf to know it's week to week. Yeah. Stay today. You're, you're right. Ask DJ about Sunday. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, he had, dude, with DJ, he lives and dies by his putting, so he just, he wasn't all, all there. Current odds, favorite is Rory. Yeah, well. At 8-1 to one to win the Masters. Uh, can, Tiger's third in line, 12-1, to one, if anyone's wondering. DJ's at 10-1. to one. Uh, Yeah, but I... I was just going to say, before you start going through all that, I was going to say that it, it it could be a Dustin Johnson for me or a um, a Justin Rose. Ooh, yeah, Justin Rose is a good pick. Yeah. Every, I mean, he plays well there every year. All good pick, but there's no value there, folks. I know, no but he's just been more. Right. He's been the most consistent yeah. golfer from week to week. No value. This guy's going for value. Okay. I'm going for value. We got a responsibility to make people money on the show. All right, great. Well, the reason why, like, I have a co- like, I'm kind of concerned about like DJ a little bit, is that just I don't know. We've already spent a lot of time talking about. Okay, DJ. then sorry. I won't even talk about it. I'm sorry, I you guys. And my, my listeners. It's my fault. It's my fault. Steven talked your ear off about DJ. No yeah. one cares. No one cares. <laughs> Uh, so kind of interesting. I'll say Tony Fina, not Tony. Yeah, Tony Fina also thirty to one. Uh, Bubba Watson, two-time Masters champ, thirty-five to one. Um, not that I love Bubba to win it, but he always plays good pretty bet. well there. It's a good bet. It's good, good money. But we can do this. Let's All right, do but this. we'll you do this. Who we'll who do this. I'm sorry, it just intrigued really me so like much. To see is Rory McIlroy. I mean, he's always he's always shown points on the leaderboard, but he wasn't he's not able to finish over yeah. the years yeah. um, on Sunday. Well, thanks for going out on the limb, picking the favorite. <laughs> picking okay, the favorite. <laughs> we just won a tournament too. Too. I like him. Well, we all do. You know, I like him. You know. All right, let's talk right. about your boy. My Which boy, one? your favorite PGA hey. Tour player, Patrick, uh, Patrick Reed. Reed. Okay. Oh, let's do it. I thought you were gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> He had a new. He has a new coach. New coach, and this was brought on by his terrible performance Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And his wife, Justine, calls David Ledbetter and says, "Hey, would you mind sticking around? Patrick Swing looks a little off." <laughs> and unbeknownst to Patrick, wait, can we just talk for one on, let's, second? Let's, let's, well, let let's just finish this point for our Patrick? listeners. Okay, fine. So, so because of his wife set that up, Patrick then works with David after the round and continues to work with him into the weekend. Right. Even after he missed the cut. Right, yeah, I was going to say, on Friday port, afternoon. Poor note, he and missed so, the cut. And so, 
what the discussion and interesting point here is, is the very fact that Justine, Patrick's wife, actually took it upon herself to call and hook up a lesson with a new coach <laughs> Very for Patrick interesting. Very after interesting his round. Time. Any thoughts on this? Uh, after, after, a lot of thoughts on wait, this. Wait, with Ledbetter or after Ledbetter? Like you, to yeah. set up somebody after that. No, he is the new coach. He is the new coach. Yeah. Uh, and what I wanted to say about, like, come on, let's just talk about that last name for a second, Ledbetter. I mean, come on. Like, you want a better swing? You got to get a lead better. Like, it's like solid lead. Solid lead swing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost the podcast, everybody. <laughs> no more water. No more, no more drop-ins, Emily. No you more water. Okay, you? Sorry, yeah, no more water. <laughs> Steve, your thoughts I on the Patrick Green situation. Okay, here's my thing on the Patrick Green situation. <laughs> um, I think we know. All right, I'm going to take this off, off, like, you know, the road, the rails a little bit here. Go ahead. We all know who wears the pantalones in this relationship now, right? But, which is kind of funny, but I think it really, it makes me think about Patrick Reed in a different way. I sort of give him a pass on the Ryder Cup, I think, a little bit. A little bit. Because I think I know where everything's coming from. And basically, we've alluded to this before, Patrick, not a good history with his own family. Uh, Now on, you know, after the Ryder Cup suddenly starts talking to Golf Digest or whoever did the interview, the New York Times, like Patrick Reed reached out to the New York Times, always seemed kind of hard to believe. Now I know, and uh, now I believe who I think probably reached out to the New York Times. And then we've got, you know, there's all these weird social media posts. So they, she basically runs, like she is his team. Like she used to caddy for him. Now her own brother caddies for him. Like basically... This is the Justine Reed show, basically. I mean, anything that comes out of Patrick's kind of camp is sort of run by Justine up to the point where his own wife is calling golf teachers, golf coaches to go get him work. Not that that's the bad thing, but I just think it's interesting. Like if I'm a professional golfer, hold on. If I'm a professional golfer, I'm not relying on... I mean, no offense to any, but I'm not relying on my, Careful. I'm not Careful. relying Careful. on my wife Careful. to tell me who my, my, my swing coach is going to be. But let me just reiterate something. Was Justine, was Justine in the picture last year at the Masters? Okay. Let me, let me. We don't know let what's bring, going on in the background either. Let me bring just this podcast back before we get some domestic <laughs> tanglement here. <laughs> I agree with you, Steve. Uh, um, I think there's a couple points to note. Yes, she used to be his regular caddy. Right. When she decided to, to start being more of a family person, her brother, Kessler Carrion, decided to take over the duties. Um, one of the things that we know about Patrick Reed is he's very family-centric, and specifically his family or her family, not right. his past family. Right. And so they travel together. Mm-hmm. Justine goes to mostly every golf tournament. They they are usually by themselves at team. tournaments. It's their team right. versus the world, and that's how they do it. So I do think that she does feel a sense of responsibility. She probably knows his golf game and knows exactly. his golf swing better than anybody. And the very fact that she took it upon herself to do this, if you look even look at Patrick Reed's statement, he was 1,000% supportive of it and said that she knows more than anybody. And I surely am excited for this it was just came out that Ledbetter confirmed it that it was her and that Patrick was excited about it right and so I know that to a lot of people this seems like oh my god like wife's taking over but I think inside of their relationship 
Yes, she might be wear the pants or control and call the shots, but that's exactly what has led them to him being one of the best golfers in the world and a major championship. And let me reiterate, there's nothing wrong with her or any woman to be wearing the pants in Amen. a relationship. Okay, so, but, but here's where, here's my point. Okay, she made, she had, I don't care what anybody says, she had something to do with this whole New York Times story after the Ryder Cup. Not true. She, yes, 100%. No. The you, New York Times think, article. You think so, Patrick so Reed in, went to the New York so, Times and did this? So in, no. He the, doesn't even call his own golf coaches. So, so let me, <laughs> and, and you can go listen to this because I made this point during the Ryder Cup when I defended Patrick Reed. So in the press conference, both Jordan Spieth and Furyk were asked about the pairing and they took those two answers. Patrick didn't get to give his answer. And so that's when the New York Times reporter came up to Patrick after the press conference was over and said, call me later. I want to hear your side of the story. Uh, and uh, you, can, you can go back and read okay. that. You can go listen to Shane Bacon's But you don't think Justine's, Justine's really the person in, I don't in, know, but, in but his I ear that, and Justine's really the person very, reaching out? I don't know, but that's very unfair because the fact that the New York Times reporter came out on Shane Bacon's podcast and says that she's sunk or, or seeked out uh, Patrick Reed to get an answer because he didn't get to answer the question in the press conference. Okay, so she, yeah, he good reporter. Uh, but yeah, I'm, but it's still okay. But there's Steve's a level of involvement. Bothered because from, he's getting squashed from, right now. No, no. There's a. I think most people would agree with me. <laughs> there's a level of involvement from Justine that creates a certain havoc. Not necessarily this Ledbetter thing, right? Havoc. But there's a. He's got a major championship. He's the match. Havoc. The, the, the Ryder Cup thing was it was at the time Havoc. And I think that she has a big part of the whole thing. And at the same time, there's another weird tweet when they were in Boston for she called out the PGA Tour for the section they were in for tickets. And it was on Patrick's freaking Twitter account. But it was clearly written by her. Um, this girl's just pulling all the strings behind the scenes. And it's just... It's it's a little weird. Like oh. the guy doesn't can't even talk to his own family. He can't even talk to his own but, family because of her. We have no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, right. like, I'm not gonna like, get to into try to like investigate and put that on the wife. I'm gonna so I'm gonna I'm gonna do facts. some investigating. Reed has struggled with his driving as well as his ball striking this year. Period. Oh gosh, he needed a new he needed a new coach. Okay, so why can't he call? Something needed to be done about it. You just said five minutes an, ago that he doesn't even call his coach. Usually, his agent or a manager or but that's myself. Not the way everybody rolls, exactly. man. It's the way ninety nine point nine percent of the PGA I consult tour rolls. with you on all of my business and all of everything that I do. All right, like I'm making a lot of sense here. You guys, like that. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> That's all um, right. We agree to disagree. Well, I think God it's okay. God bless this child. That's the thing I'll say. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah, I'll say this. She violently defends him. So, like, that's – and, and look, their relationship is their relationship. It's That's whatever. If, like, he – if he – is okay with all this and that's the way he wants to lead his life then all all the power to him but i there's a lot of control from another party in his professional life that's all i'm saying and maybe by purpose maybe some people just need that type of support maybe all right on a better note um and lighter note just go read justine's tweets just just go to justine's Steve, twitter and how is like your golf game <laughs> because you got some major golf <laughs> coming up this weekend like major yeah, let's get golf off of it. let's um, talk about how the fact that oh yes you're off in the jetways and in the, in, in the in airstreams the to go to pinehurst to golf 
with a whole group of buddies. That's right. Even uh, wifey at home. This has been a ch- pregnant wife. Pregnant wifey at home. Oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> so how are you feeling? This has been a trip that's been planned for a while. I've been very excited. It, it, it always comes faster than than you think it's going to come. We're here it, now. It's forever, it's forever. It's just out in the future, and now yeah. we're, now we're just here. Now, yeah. uh, buddies and I, same group that went to Stream Song uh, with me last year. Uh, pretty much the same group. One or two changes there. But uh, they were, we're all going to Pinehurst. Planned this trip a while ago. Can't wait. Number two and number four, we're planning on Friday. Nice. 8.36. Uh, and oh. then on Saturday, we're playing uh, a, a place in the area called Dormy Club, which looks amazing. Uh, and then on Saturday afternoon, we're going to come back to the resort, play the par three course, the cradle, cradle. which looks like an awesome time. Yeah. And uh, and then we'll watch some basketball Saturday afternoon. And then Sunday, we're playing Tobacco Road, which is another great course in the area. And then we fly home on Sunday. Nice. So we'll get tough life. From tough life. Mr. Wiggly. So we'll do we'll do some uh, we'll do a Pinehurst recap. I want to have some of the guys on from from the trip too. They they uh, we, it's a great group of guys. It's going to be a fun time, um, and we'll we'll just kind of relive the experience. And you know maybe maybe we'll be able to get somebody from Pinehurst. We're working on that. Yeah, you, know? you got to bring home some beer from the Pinehurst Brewing Company. Have you been? I've not. Okay, yeah, I I did see some pictures of that, but yeah, the cradle's supposed to be awesome. Like they've got this like shack set up, I guess, like somewhere on the cradle course where there's just tunes playing and it's just everybody's kind of relaxed and having a good time. And that's a big kind of, uh, I'll say, trend in golf resorting now is these short courses, par three yeah. courses. And I've done it only once, but I highly recommend it because it seems like, well, why would I want to waste like an afternoon or part of my golf trip on a par three course? But I would highly recommend yeah. but it's just a nine doing hole. it. Yeah, but it's just it's so it's, it's a break. Your, it's a yeah, break, it's and a it's break. fun. You gamble, right. you drink. It's a little bit more of a yeah. speaking hit of and that, giggle. Speaking of that, uh, Jordan Spieth just created his own par three. Short Did he really? Of course, yeah. Short course. I love it. Where at Trinity Forest? Uh, no, it is. I, it's somewhere in Austin. It's it's oh, really? kind of conjunction with the University of, of Texas. Okay. Um, but it's cool. I was looking at it and like, it's walking only. Um, I love it. Yeah, it's there's a place for drinks on yeah. every tee box. There's like drink holders, so you can yeah, before you get your tee shot. You that's the vibe on. that these new and courses just, are going it just, for. It, it just looked like a place that got it. You yeah, know? absolutely. And so Pine, that was actually one of Pinehurst's criticisms because as these new resorts were coming out, you know, like Bandon yep. and these sort of the destination stream song, like these places that are really uh, Prairie Club, Sand Valley, like. You know, one of the knocks on some of the older resorts, like Piners, like really old, is that like it's it's really hard, hard golf, yeah. and you know, just not as fun. And so they kind of brought this. Uh, they've done a few things apparently. So I'd love to have someone on the podcast to talk a little bit more about this. But they've done a few things at their resort. Um, you know, apparently that just kind of make it a little bit more like a fun atmosphere. And I think the redesign that uh, that they did. What was that? Probably like. It was before the last U.S. Open that they right. kind of did the restoration to the place. The place is beautiful. It's so historic. I love. We gotta have I someone love from golf Pinehurst history. Come on. Yeah, we gotta get it on. So Steve's pumped. Really pumped about this week. How's the golf game? Are you like? Are you gonna compete and be the winner, or do you feel like? Well, yeah, we're doing. The ball like we do a quota game. Yeah, we're song. gonna start another podcast. <laughs> last, right. <laughs> we started a podcast because I whiffed. No, yeah, last last stream song trip, I whiffed on the first tee. <laughs> 
Uh, no, hopefully no whiffing this time. This game feels pretty good. We'll, we've got some good good gambling quota games going on, just like we did in Ireland. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I feel feel okay. I don't know how these other guys. I usually where I play, you played Braemar. Our handicaps yeah. travel well because the slope is kind of low rated because it's short a shorter course, sure. but it's very tight. So you know, you're. I find that generally speaking, I'll play a stroke or two better than okay. than I average at Braemar. So, which means I, I can probably hoping to shoot around the handicap, but we'll yeah, see. Win some money. But number two is supposed to be a really difficult course. So. Yeah, no joke. Do you need me to call a, um, a swing coach in? <laughs> yeah, can you? <laughs> Could you? <laughs> that was a good one. There you go. Um, but, but as you said, we got some big stuff coming up. We got a, a master's preview. Yes. Yep. Uh, we got some good, cool guests coming up that I think people are going to enjoy. Yep. Um, yep. So, good guests coming so, yeah. up on the docket. We're really excited about that. Um, so that's that's all we got. And Masters is like, I mean, it's crazy. Masters preview. I'm already hearing the music during Hello, the friends. NCAA tournament. It's the greatest thing watching the NCAA tournament yeah. and getting. To and even the, the early rounds in ESPN are, are great. Tradition unlike any other. Uh, but I mean, if you think about it, it's get excited, guys. It's golf. It's officially golf season's back. It's championship, it's, season. it's championship major season, and basically in two weeks, in two golf weeks. You know, we got we got match play this weekend. We get one tournament after that. And then, then we're the then we get the Masters. Got it. The, Shout yeah, out to our the, folks at San Antonio. San Antonio. Uh, the Valero Texas Open. Yeah. Uh, I TPC. love San Antonio. TPC no San, Antonio. San Antonio. I do because I represent. I love the Spurs. That's true. You are a Spurs. Let's go. Fan. I'm Spurs, Spurs fangirl. Fan right <laughs> nice little shameless plug. So, but after that, it's like a major every month. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun season. Full swing. Uh, don't forget, guys, to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Quickly, uh, before before we send it off, do you have a pick for match play this week? Oh, yeah, we got to do this. You took... You, who'd you take, Steve? I took Rory. <laughs> really? Very, very tough pick. Uh, Same as your match. And, and what about you? Uh, I took Scott? Bryson DeChambeau. And why? Uh, DeChambeau, you mean? Yes. <laughs> Why? I like him. By the way, I watched the Faraday with Bryson. Great guy. I yeah. mean, just really personable. And his boy Austin came on a pod. Yeah, his boy yeah, Austin no, came I'm not on. Say- Listen, I'm not saying I know, I don't, he's I don't dislike baggy, Bryson but I just like to say douchebag go. Be- ban- what I- wow, I can't <laughs> even can't talk. Even, you can't even make words. <laughs> I can't even make words today, you guys. Right, I'm well, sorry. You pick okay. who you want. You, you're, you're pregnant. You, you, get, the, you get the break. Oh, man, it's becoming real. You want to take Tiger? DJ? Right. I'm taking DJ. DJ, Boy, I'll take Bryson. Okay, good picks. There we go. And maybe we'll get some updated bracketology to you later on Love this it. week. Love like it. Like it. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify as well. Wagglingwith at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, wagglingwithpod. Hello. Uh, and on Twitter, at wagglingwith. And like I said, make sure you get to us on iTunes. Give us some feedback there. Rate, review, and subscribe. Um, it always helps us there. Really appreciate you guys listening. Enjoy the match play this week. A little bit of a different format. Whoop, whoop. Let's Get go, DeChambeau. A- Let's go. Let's go, Roars. Let's go, DJ. Uh, let's have some fun. <laughs> Steve's in Pinehurst. I'll try to get you guys some content, some yeah, Instagram take, lives. Take some IG live for our uh, IG lives will be out for sure. Maybe IG bring back some out. swag you can wear. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe I'll get you something too, Emily, this time. Aww. Something real nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on All that right. note, you guys, thank you very much. We will talk to you next week. We're excited. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.